Hey, it's Mike Cooch with Leverage FM, where every day we're sharing fuel for entrepreneurial growth. Let's get into this next episode. Hey, it's Mike Cooch with Leverage FM. In this episode, I want to talk about the number one factor to growing your business profitably. Hey, there are all kinds of factors that clearly will impact how quickly and profitably you're able to grow as a business. Right, your specific business model, your strategy for how you differentiate your business versus the competition, your ability to build the right team around you. Those are all very important factors that are going to impact growth as well as many others. But for most businesses, and particularly for service businesses of any type, the single most important factor in growing your business quickly and profitably is how well you do at maintaining a full pipeline of sales opportunities. Okay, maintaining a full pipeline of sales opportunities. Now, why is that? Well, there's a number of reasons, right? First of all, your odds just improve if you have a full pipeline of sales opportunities, right? A full pipeline of sales opportunities dramatically increases the odds that you're going to get enough new business to grow quickly and consistently. In service businesses in particular, and this is why this is so true for service businesses, in service businesses in particular, you can only take on so many new clients and maintain a high level of service. Okay, In the past, in my service businesses, I thought I just wanted to grow as quickly as humanly possible. Well, the reality is I quickly found out that in order to maintain our reputation, we could only grow so fast because if we grew any faster, we would lose our quality of service. So we actually put very strict benchmarks on how many new clients we would take on each month. Now, let's assume that the number is five new clients each month for you, okay? If you only have, let's say, 10 sales opportunities in your pipeline each month, then closing five is actually relatively tough. That's a 50% closing ratio, and that's very, very good. But if you have 30 sales opportunities in your pipeline each month, then closing five is actually pretty darn easy, right? That's a 16% closing ratio, and that's very achievable even by relatively junior salespeople. So the math simply works in your favor. And that brings me to point number two, which is you get more confident. And confidence is critical in sales, and it's critical in growing your business, right? I first heard Jim Rohn define sales as a transfer of trust. Hey, people buy from you when they trust you. I think that that's such a great quote around sales, a transfer of trust. Well, confidence is one of the most important tools that a salesperson can deploy to increase the degree of trust that they create with their prospect. And I'm not talking schmarmy salesperson confidence like they like to portray in the movies and the TV shows. I'm not talking about that type of thing. I'm talking about somebody who really believes in what they're selling and they're not desperate to win your business. When you've worked with salespeople like that in the past, you know that they have confidence, they're not desperately trying to get your business, and you have more confidence that they're actually doing what's right for you, and that gives you more confidence to work with them. And that comes from their ability to say no to you as a prospect, which is my third point, and it's a good thing, right? If you are a business owner or a salesperson, you want to be able to say no to more prospects. When you have increased confidence that you've got a full pipeline of sales opportunities, you will start saying no more to those less qualified prospects. 
that you know are going to be a pain in the ass at your business, right? I mean, anybody running a service business knows that the difference between a good client and a bad client is night and day. Good clients pay well, they pay on time, they value the services that you're providing for them, and they don't bug you, right? Whereas bad clients, you know who they are, they fight every bill, they pay late, they question your expertise and the service that you're providing for them, they make you justify your decisions all the time, and they annoy the heck out of you. And maybe most importantly, these are the types of clients that sap the morale from your team. The other painful thing, just talking about bad clients, which ones do you end up spending the most time and energy on, right? It's the bad clients. So it's critical to understand why this is so important in service businesses because, again, service businesses are unique. You can only handle so many clients. And any client that's a pain in the neck that absorbs more of your energy and more of your time is literally just cutting into your margins. So say no to bad clients and your business will get much more enjoyable and much more profitable. And when you have that full pipeline of sales opportunities, you can do that. Next is that your margins will then improve. If you have a full pipeline of sales opportunities, your margins will improve. Translation, you will make more money. Why is that? Well, because as you start saying no to more bad clients, you don't waste nearly as much time and effort servicing those clients. Good clients simply use less resources. Again, if you're running a service business, you know what I'm talking about. You'll start spending your energy with good clients. You won't have to have nearly as much overhead. You won't have to hire nearly as many as employees as you scale when you are working with good clients as much as possible. Now, you can't escape. You're always going to get some duds in there. But if you have the confidence to have a real high qualification filter, you're going to get a higher percentage of good clients and that's going to fall to your bottom line. The other thing is that you'll raise your prices. You raise your prices. If you realize that your time is what's limited and that you now have the ability to be careful about who you work with, that and confidence is going to result in you realizing that there are enough good clients out there to occupy your time. Okay, If you can only take on five new clients each month and scale the way that you want to scale, you'll realize that there are enough good clients out there to hit that number month after month that will also pay a premium price for your service because good clients will pay more. They value your services and they will pay more. I'm not talking necessarily double or triple the rates or something like that, but if you can add 10% to your prices, 15% to your prices, 20% to your prices, all of that now flows to the bottom line. So since you can only take on so many new clients each month, you'll happily lose a few of those opportunities just because your prices are a little bit higher, right? There's always going to be businesses that will say no when you raise your prices. But if you have that confidence from a full pipeline, you're going to be able to find those five clients that you need and still be able to do it at those higher prices. The combined impact of that, of saying no to the bad clients and raising prices for good clients has an exponential impact on your margins. Do the math. This is the kind of change that grows your bottom line from 5% to 20% or 40%. It's not just rapid growth for growth's sake. In a service business, that's usually incredibly costly, and that does damage to your bottom line. But when you're growing strategically and smartly because you have the confidence of that full pipeline, you can drop a lot of that to the bottom line. That brings me to my next point. When you are getting this kind of momentum and you're building up the financials of your business, they're becoming more and more healthy, you're getting critical mass over your competition. Size matters in business, 
right? It just does. Bigger businesses have more resources. They have more case studies of success. They have more people out in the market talking about them. They have more sales and marketing power, and they have more resources to devote to their clients and to their employees. All of this has this gravitational effect. This is why bigger businesses are able to stay big, even while it seems that they aren't putting in the same kind of effort that you are when you're smaller. They've got that momentum. They've got that gravity where things are just coming to them. They've got enough proposals out there. They've got enough prospects, enough clients, enough people talking about them, enough referrals, right? That things are just kind of happening. And that's where you want to get, right? You want to get that critical mass that attracts business to you. And when you do, you get what I call a flywheel of domination effect, right? In every fast growth business that I've ever been a part of, you wake up one day to the realization, the very happy realization that the stuff that was really hard for you just a year or two ago is now happening almost automatically. Getting new clients used to mean hours or weeks or even months of struggle. And now it seems that the phone is ringing with new opportunities every day. That's when you realize that you've got the momentum and the market is now coming to you. You have that flywheel effect that's increasing the rate at which you are kicking the pants off of your competition. Every day it seems that growth gets faster and a little bit easier. I'm not saying that you don't have problems. Every business has problems to solve, right? And growth certainly creates some new problems. But those are good problems. Those are the problems that we want to have. But when you get that flywheel effect going, growth starts to just happen. It becomes easier and easier. And every day, you're finding new ways that you're distancing yourself from the competition. Okay, Now, that's no time to let off the gas pedal, right? Because success in business is fleeting and you have to consistently nurture it. But if you stay focused and you stay focused on building that pipeline and always keeping it full, you enter into what is a really fun stage of growth where you're winning, you're not just surviving. I can remember at the first business that I grew successfully, our IT services business, it was almost a year to the day before we got our first inbound lead, before a business contacted us. The phone rang, we pick it up, and it was somebody that was expressing interest in our services that we had never cold called before, we had never talked to this person before, and we were in complete shock. What just happened here? Well, after a year of hard work, the word had started to get around and we finally got that first inbound call. Up until that point, it had been all outbound activity, just pounding away on the phones every single day. And then pretty soon, it was one inbound call a month and then one inbound call a week and then one inbound call a day until ultimately we started getting three to five inbound calls a day. Now, for many businesses, that's not a lot for our business that allow us to be one of the fastest growing companies in the Inc. 5000 list of fast growing companies three years in a row. So that was all we needed. And that came to a point where it just felt easy. It was happening automatically. Okay, the impact of a full sales pipeline can't be overstated. I hate to say that sales is a numbers game because there's so much more to it than that. And certainly, to the overall growth of your business, there's so much more to just putting numbers in there. But the reality is that having numbers on your side is one of the most reliable and proven ways to get fast, consistent growth at your business. The more opportunities that you have in that pipeline, 
the better your business will perform from a growth perspective anyway, right? If you realize what you have and you use that full healthy pipeline as a way to make sure that you're only bringing on the best clients at your business, then that full pipeline will be the most important lever that you have to grow quickly and profitably. Okay, It breeds confidence and that confidence has so many downstream benefits that combine to produce results that are far beyond what you may expect. So make it a priority to figure out how you build that full sales pipeline of opportunities. Okay, This absolutely must be the focus of any early stage business. Early stage businesses, particularly service businesses and stuff, they get caught in the trap oftentimes of focusing so much on their product, of their knowledge and their expertise around their product that they sacrifice putting in that same amount of time and energy for their growth, for their sales, for their sales and marketing processes and funnels. And particularly once you start getting clients and all of that energy then goes to taking care of those clients and you take the eye off of the sales and marketing pipeline ball, right? You can't do that. You've got to make sure that you are prioritizing building that sales and marketing pipeline all the time, growing the number of opportunities that you have in there. Now, the great news is it's never been easier and more affordable and more realistic to do this, even if you have very limited resources, right? I mean, the combined power of content, social media networks, paid advertising, and technology automation around the whole sales and marketing process means that growing your sales and marketing impact doesn't have to mean that you're also growing your budget around it at the same time or that you're adding employees at some astronomical pace. It used to mean that. It used to mean that if you wanted to touch more prospects, that meant you had to hire more people to call and dial the phone or you had to mail more pieces of direct mail. And it was a, the cost involved grew almost exactly right along with your reach and your impact of your sales and marketing activities. But now it is so dramatically more affordable to reach people and then to keep in touch with the people that you're reaching with automation that any smart entrepreneur can do this. And smart entrepreneurs are doing this. They're leveraging these factors to create these nice, fat, healthy sales pipelines and dominating their competition, all right? You should be one of them. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, podcast listeners, it's Mike Cooch with Leverage FM. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I appreciate it. If you're enjoying the podcast, I would appreciate it if you would leave a review. Reviews really help get our podcast more visibility and help us spread the word, and I would appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.